If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Welcome back to Nintendo Switchcraft, everybody. The OLED Nintendo Switch is in the wild. Uh, Various YouTubers have gotten their hands on it because some stores have broken street date. And, you know, I watched a few videos from uh, various YouTubers like, uh, you know, Wolf Den and Nintendo Life. Although Nintendo Life didn't, didn't get theirs through a broken street date. They, I guess, got invited to... Uh, Nintendo and Nintendo said, you know, shoot it from this angle. And that was all they could really do. Um, But I watched a few different uh, videos about the Nintendo Switch OLED edition. And the general consensus is basically that this is a really good upgrade, like a mid-cycle upgrade. And if you don't have a Nintendo Switch then the $50 is absolutely worth getting the OLED version over the regular version. But if you already have a Nintendo Switch, then maybe there's a little more math to do before you make that decision. I will say that I went to GameStop's website and I was like, what's the trade-in value for my current Nintendo Switch? And it basically... Uh, ignoring the pro value or the regular value, I always go with the regular value because most people are not subscribing to GameStop's ridiculous subscription. If you do, you know, no judgment. I just I'm not going to give them extra money. Uh, but uh, the cash value is 160. The store credit is 200. So if I took my Nintendo Switch to GameStop and traded it in. Uh, I would have to spend 150 if I bought the OLED switch from them in order to get this upgrade. And honestly, I don't think that that is ridiculous. I'm not going to do it because, uh, A, I don't make enough money from doing this podcast to justify throwing away $150 on something I'm never going to use. Not that I don't use my switch, but I, I almost exclusively play it in docked mode if they brought out a nintendo switch that was only docked uh and i decided that i wanted to and i didn't have a nintendo switch that's the one that i would go for one that was no no screen and i could just plug it into my tv and play nintendo games that's the one that i would go for mostly because it would be cheaper at least you would assume it would be cheaper uh than the uh than the actual real Nintendo Switch. But $150 for that upgrade feels okay. Now, I will say this, you know, go back to when the original Nintendo Switch model is HAC01, and then they brought out the HAC01-01, which uh, had a slightly better battery life than the launch version, and I did trade that in. I traded in my launch version Switch for this, and there were some issues where, you know, certain games, uh, you know, they didn't, you couldn't um, back them up. And so I did lose some data there. Uh, I think most games at this point, 
do allow you to have uh, a backup in the cloud of some kind. I think maybe Pokemon might be the ones that don't do that at this time. And I know that Animal Crossing didn't before, but now they that like that's been patched and it's no longer really an issue. But I think if you don't own a Nintendo Switch, then the OLED edition is the way to go. The improved kickstand, the better screen, um, generally the build quality. Everybody was saying that the build quality was a lot better. Uh, the Joy Cons were able to snap in. Um, I mean, that's always been the case, but they 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 said every, people were saying that it just felt tighter and smoother, and everything just seemed like an improvement. And that's exactly what you want. Now, three hundred and fifty dollars. Still, I think that that Nintendo is charging three fifty because they can, because the Switch is just selling like gangbusters. And they don't have to lower their price. But I, I personally think that it would have been better to take the current Nintendo Switch that is, well, it's going to stay current until October 8th. I'm recording this on the 2nd, uh, by the way. And uh, I think that it would have been better for them to have the current Nintendo Switch at 250 the Switch Lite at 200 and the Switch OLED Edition at 300 Nintendo doesn't have to do that because they're selling these things faster than they can make them. So I think that I think that Nintendo did the right thing for Nintendo and, you know, as a publicly traded company, they don't have much of a choice when it comes to that. All right. Let's move on to um some rumors of I mean, we're we're talking about new switches. Let's talk about some rumors uh about a new switch that does not currently exist and we we've heard of this a few times in the past but it's look it's rumor time <laughs> take everything here with a grain of salt uh over on bloomberg.com there's this story um uh, by Takashi Mochizuki uh who he he reports a lot of Nintendo uh, Switch stuff. Uh, I believe he used to work for somebody else. I can't remember who it is off the top of my head, but I remember reporting on his stuff on Twitter quite a bit, and a lot of that stuff turns out to be true. So um, I would say that this is pretty reliable. Uh, it's just not a home run. He is saying, uh, and his uh, co-writer, Olga Karif, I don't know if I pronounced that correct, and I don't know if I pronounced his name correct either, uh, but they, they published this article that says that developers are currently making games for a Nintendo 4K console. That would be a ridiculous upgrade. Like, absolutely banana bananas. Absolutely bananas. I can't imagine... Nintendo bringing out a 4K console. Now, first off, if it is a 4K console, it is not going to be... I, I hate to say it's not going to be a portable console. I, I feel like if it is if it is a 4K console, well, it's not going to be running at 4K in handheld mode, but my guess would be this is going to be something that's going to uh, be that... that that switch that doesn't switch you know it, it only plugs into a tv we i mean look the nintendo switch came out and its whole shtick was hey you can play this on the go 
or you can switch it up and play it uh, on your TV. And then Nintendo said, oh, here's another Nintendo Switch that only is portable. You can't play it on the TV. So, I mean, of course, we can assume that at some point we're going to get a Nintendo Switch that only plays on the TV. And I don't know what that thing's going to be called, but apparently it, it, it can do 4K. According to this article, at least 11 companies, including Zynga, uh, have tools from Nintendo, like dev kits, to make 4K Switch games. Now, like I said before, take this with a grain of salt, because none of this is... Um, well, what's the word I'm looking for? All of this is like anonymous tips... And, you know, I could make an email and send it to Takashi Mochizuki and say, hey, I work for, you know, my uncle works at Nintendo and he's got a 4K switch. So there you go. And so maybe this is all complete nonsense or maybe it's true. It makes a lot of sense to me for Nintendo to do this. Um, I don't know what it would do to their market, though. Like, let's say that they brought out a 4K Nintendo Switch. First off, if it's running if it's running games at 4K, then it's it has to be a big chonker. Look at the PS5. Look at the Xbox Series X. These things are huge. Look at a modern graphics card that can play 4K games. They are not small, lightweight devices. Valve just brought out, or is about to bring out in December their Steam Deck, which is like a Nintendo Switch without the switching. Uh, You can dock it to a TV if you like, but you can't, like, take the controls off. Uh, And it's a handheld, and they went with 800p. Now, when when you plug it in, you can play, you can, like, it can support 4K resolution when you plug it into a computer monitor or TV, but that doesn't mean you're going to be playing games on this, truthfully, lower-powered device... So I wouldn't expect Nintendo to do that either. And every I feel like there's a lot of people out there who like they just see, oh well this game runs in 4K. I want a Nintendo to make games that run in 4K. And maybe Nintendo will, but I don't see it being a portable system. It's gotta be a big, chunky uh system that can dissipate heat really, really well, and my guess is plugs directly into the TV and you never move it. And I'm okay with that. But what does that do to Nintendo's market? Do we get games that only run on the Nintendo 4K system and they don't run on the Switch Lite or the the Nintendo Switch OLED edition or like the other Nintendo, you know, all of the different models? Do we get games that only run on the 4K system? I don't know. It That doesn't... I don't I don't like the way that that sits with me because that bifurcates the market. And what ends up happening when you do that is you get game companies will say, all right, well, here's what we're going to do. We're going to target the lowest common denominator. And uh, that's the that's the one that we're going to make games for. And why are we going to do that? Because that gets us uh, access to a larger number of wallets. So I don't see Nintendo doing this. I think that they probably learned their lesson from the new Nintendo 3DS. Although 
if Nintendo's showing us anything, is that they tend not to learn their lesson. Uh, anyway, speaking of 4K, there's another way that you can do it. Uh, and that is through AI upscaling. Uh, for, for those of you that don't know what AI upscaling is, I would have told you that it's a ridiculous pipe dream if I didn't actually use it at one point. It's crazy that it that it works. So uh, for those of you that don't know, I've got a YouTube channel called, uh, called NerdNest. It's over at nerdnest.tv, or you can just look for NerdNest on YouTube. And um, NVIDIA... Uh, from GeForce, like Invi- GeForce now from NVIDIA, they reached out to me and they said, hey, we want you to create a video for your channel about GeForce now. Uh, we're going to give you access to the the founders program, which basically means you don't have to wait in line and um, you get access to ray tracing and stuff. And you can play games like your Steam games in the cloud on our servers and, you know, make a video of it. And we'll even send you an NVIDIA Shield TV Pro. And uh, just just for complete transparency, it, um, they did do that. And I made, I've made multiple videos about their service. And it works really well. It's, it's, it's exceedingly cool. But the reason I'm bringing all this up is because of the NVIDIA Shield TV Pro. That device, which, by the way, costs like 200 bucks. It's not cheap. Um that device has this thing on it called AI upscaling. And so you could be playing a game on there in 1080p and you hit a button and suddenly all of the blurriness kind of gets sharpened and it makes it... uh, So I'm playing on a 4K TV. I'm playing a game in 1080p on that 4K TV and I hit the, what I like, uh, you know, the call the sharpening button. I hit that upscaling button and everything looks better. Now, does it look as good as it would in native 4K? Absolutely not. Of course, it, it's not going to. But it looks a lot better. Now, when you look at Nintendo Switch games, a lot of times we're playing games at 900p, at 1080p, at 720p, and certain games like down to 540p. And you're playing generally on high-res TVs, maybe 1080p, more likely, well, I would say maybe 4K, more likely 1080p, but a lot of people have 4K TVs these days. And so you're playing a 540p uh, game, and it's being uh, displayed to you at 4K, and it looks it looks blocky, it looks kind of ugly. It's cer- certainly playable, and I don't complain about that, but it would be nice if it looked better. And AI upscaling could take those games and make them look better. Now, I don't know if the if the AI upscaling is something that would happen in the dock or if it was something that would happen on the Switch just in order to make the games look better both in portable mode and on the TV. I don't know, but it seems really, really cool. So here's a quote from this uh, article from Nintendo Enthusiast. It says, A computer system is provided for converting images through the use of trained neural network. A sor- this is from a patent from Nintendo. Okay, 
a source image is divided into the blocks and then the context data is added to each pixel block. The content blocks are split into channels and each channel from the same context block is added to the same activation matrix. The activation matrix is then executed against a trained neural network to produce a changed activation matrix. This changed activation matrix is then used to generate a converted image. So what does that mean? It means you take that 540 image and you run a bunch of calculations on it and it comes out a 1080p image, making it look better. And you can do this depending on a bunch of different uh, resolution uh, things, depending on the activation matrix. You'd look at the input, the render image and its input um, resolution, and you get a higher resolution on the output this almost seems like all those times when you watched uh, uh you know, like a, a a crappy procedural crime drama show and they're like hey pause the video zoom in and enhance and then they catch the killer that way and you know anybody who knows anything about like photoshop you know that if you take a low resolution image and you zoom in on it it looks worse well, now we have AI upscaling that can make it look better. And uh, it looks like we might be able to use that in order to take games that are running at a lower resolution and have them look not so uh, blocky and ugly. And I think that that's really cool. So I don't know what to think. You look at the, uh, the, the rumors of the 4K Nintendo console, you know, from like 11 different developers having supposed uh, hands-on with dev kits from Nintendo. And then you look at this AI upscaling stuff from Nintendo enthusiasts, like looking at these patents. I don't know what to think. It's kind of crazy. Speaking of, I don't know what to think. Um, you know, I asked you last episode or the episode before, I can't remember now, what you thought about the price for Nintendo Switch's online N64 and Sega expansion pack. And... Uh, I had a bunch of uh, replies. I'm, I'm not going to read all of them on here, but uh, I will say that I'm still struggling to nail down the price that I think it will be. And that's the question that I asked. I said, how much do you think the Nintendo Switch, N64, and Sega stuff will cost? And then I put in all caps, not how much do you think it should cost, but how much will it cost? And here's the answers that people gave me. Uh, Mombach said, I think it will cost something between $7.49 to $9.99. And I think that they're talking about um, just the, the solo plan, not the family plan. Uh, Stephen Brooks said, an extra 10 maybe? I would still like the Game Boy, though. And by the way, if you don't know what he's talking about, um, there were rumors that that came right before that N64 stuff uh, got dropped that we were going to be getting uh, Game Boy games. And that didn't happen. And I don't know if it's going to happen, but I understand how he feels. I personally would rather go with N64 stuff because I have more nostalgia for N64 stuff than I do for Game Boy stuff. Um, Aaron McCrary uh, says, I think twenty five ninety nine for extra stuff uh, added to Nintendo Online. So that's that's like that's more than double. I hope that Aaron is talking about. I, I hope that they're talking about the family plan because 
for those of you that don't know, you get Nintendo Switch Online for $20 a year for solo. $25.99 for the extra stuff. Hopefully they meant just $5.99. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm going to assume that that's what they meant. $5.99 extra. Um Ariel Verduccio says Nintendo Switch on Nintendo Switch Online Plus Expansion Pack will probably start at $40 per year. So that's double. Uh, I would personally like 30 as a $10 price hike doesn't seem like that much more. However, this is Nintendo we're talking about. You will be buying into the exclusivity for $40. I don't disagree with that. The Nintendo could easily do $40 and get away with it. But I personally think that that's too much uh, for the solo plan. Because then for the family plan, you have to make sure that the price of the family plan is, is cheaper than two of the solo plans. And two of the solo plans, if if Ariel is correct here, uh, two of the solo plans would be $80. So that would be $75 a year for the family plan. And I think that that's too much. I really do. Lost Perfection said it cannot be more than $10. If it's $50 annually or up, we better be getting another console like GBA at some point. And, you know, in, in response to that, well, not actually in response to that, but some this made me think of something that somebody had said on our community Discord channel, which if you haven't joined our Discord channel, head on over to nerdnest.tv slash Discord and join. There's like over 1,500 other people waiting to talk to you about video games, movies, TV, and all the all the other fun stuff. Um, but it made me think, I think it was my buddy Richard. He had said something along the lines of, what if they have different expansion packs? And you choose like a like like a, a buffet menu where you walk into the buffet and you're like, oh, I'm going to get a scoop of mashed potatoes and I'm going to get some chicken fingers and I'm going to grab some gravy and some coleslaw. Uh, and I'm going to grab a slice of pizza. And for those of you who don't <laughs> who, who don't live in America, I don't know if that's like a thing that happens elsewhere. But in America, we do have restaurants where they have just a bunch of different kinds of food. And, you know, you grab a plate of food and then you go up for another plate of food. There's a reason why, you know, this country has an obesity problem. And I'm not saying that I'm above it because I, you know, I need to lose some weight. But uh, that's such a weird thing that we do that. But I feel like that's something that Nintendo could do. They could say, all right, well, here's Nintendo Switch Online. It comes with NES and Super NES. Uh, then there's the expansion pack that is for N64 and Sega. And then there's the expansion pack that comes with Game Boy Color Games and TurboGrafx-16. And then we have the expansion pack that is, I don't know, we could say like uh, Game Boy Advanced Games and uh, what would be the thing that would go along with that? Um, arcade Classics. And they could have all of these different expansion packs. Oh, people, don't give Nintendo ideas. That's That would be uh, like the, the nightmare. That would... I can see Nintendo doing that. I wouldn't buy into it, though. Like, that would be enough to turn me away uh, from the, the quote-unquote expansion packs. Anyway, um, uh, let's see. Scrolling down... Uh, Spencer A. Boyle says, I think $35 for the standard membership and $50 for the family membership. So uh, oof, I feel like $50 for the family. If you're doing $35 for the standard membership, that's $15 more 
than the standard or than than the current one that should be like 70 bucks and that's 20 dollars off for the family i bet you if they did 35 for the solo the family membership would have to be 60 at least um in order for like i just see nintendo doing that and we'll look at one more uh and finally that'll be it's ben it's ben gen ninja that's a hard name to to read uh they said a nintendo switch online is 20 dollars a year for a single plan 35 for a family plan with eight profiles i think the expansion pack will only be an additional ten dollars a year if it's any more then nintendo is essentially valuing n64 and sega as being better than half of what's offered now nes and super nes plus the online capabilities and that that makes a lot of sense so uh thank you everybody for replying to that i feel like for me you look at Nintendo Switch Online at 20 bucks. It's got, I, and I, I always forget about the online capabilities, but it has NES and Super NES. And I feel like those are $10 a piece. You know what I mean? So adding in another two consoles, I feel like Nintendo could get away with $10, but maybe 15 Oh, that's scary. That's really scary. I don't want to, I don't want to pay for this. <laughs> I would prefer if they would just put out those games on like cartridges or on the eShop and let me buy them. It's so weird how we've changed. You go back to the Wii era and the Wii U era and over and over we were yelling at Nintendo, give us our NES flicks where we just have a subscription and you give us all the games. And that's what they did, but they didn't give us what we really wanted, which was all of the games just give us everything and we will pay you every month for it they were able to give us very little we pay every month for it and they drip feed it to us and uh i feel like i feel like we kind of got hosed on that one but we were somehow okay with it anyway thank you guys for listening to this episode of nintendo switchcraft i really do appreciate it um If you are going to be picking up an OLED Nintendo Switch on October 8th, I would love to hear from you. I'm going to tweet tweet this out right after the show. Are you picking up an OLED Nintendo Switch? And if so, were you trading in a current Switch? Or what are you doing? Are you handing that off to a family member? Let me know on Twitter. I am at RunJumpStomp. You can reply to that tweet. And maybe I'll talk about it on next week's episode uh, next week's episode, by the way, is going to include my first thoughts of uh, very first thoughts of Metroid Dread because I'm really, really looking forward to that game. And it comes out next Friday. Uh, I usually record these on Friday, so I won't have a lot of time to really uh, play that game before I uh, talk about it. But maybe I'll push the recording to Saturday in order to give myself just a little bit more time with the game before I start yapping my my flap at it. All right. Thanks for listening. I'm out of here. Oh, last thing. Patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Head on over there to get these shows ad-free or early access, depending on which tier you join at. Thanks for listening. Patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Bye-bye. Powerball!